Welcome to Peach Reading. I am your host, Az Williams, coming to you live from Atlanta, GA. This podcast is dedicated to authors of all types of genres. We will explore their masterpieces, thought processes, and their overall dedication to the literary field. So without further ado, grab your wine, sit back, and get ready to read with Az. Hello, everyone. Hello. This is As with Peach Reading with As. And tonight we are being joined by the beautiful Miss Tay Monet. I am so excited to speak to this young lady because I'm a huge fan. I'm not going to start doing all the extra right now in the beginning. <laughs> but Tay Monet. <laughs> no, I'm excited. So Tay Monet is a 28 year old urban romance author from Ohio who pens about Black love. She creates stories to help her readers escape reality and create a movie in their heads. She loves writing about characters that at least one reader can relate to. When she isn't writing, she enjoys reading, watching anime, comedies, horror movies, and Lifetime movies, as well as baking. With 60, we're going to say 60, because I don't think everybody understands, 60 plus books under her belt, Tay Monet helps to gain at least one new reader with every release and have them connect to her characters and story. If she would have to explain her writing, she would say she loves pinning complicated characters that find a path to love. How are you doing? I am good. I am good. How are you? I am good. I When I say I am so excited, so I... I listened on audio, so audio audible will put up books as you listen to certain books, audible will put up books and it threw out there to me, um, tattoo your name on my heart. And when I say, I say what I could not stop listening to the book. I literally did the book in like a day and a half. And I was like, who is this? This was like like last year, and I'm like, let me. Uh, uh-uh, who is this? <laughs> I'm addicted. Like I, when I say you, when you said that about the movies, and then I had to, I had to go through and do Drunken Love, and then oh my goodness, and then there was you, and then there was you too. Like I can just keep going on and on. So sixty books. When did you get started in the game? Um, I'm actually like. 70 like four now but <laughs> um I've been writing for five years last year I mean are you doing what like this is like five ten what 12 books a, a year like what are, what um, what is the thought process well when I first started I was dropping like every month sometimes twice a month you know trying to make my mark in the game, get my name out there. Um, I've slowed down since then, but I don't know. I just, I feel like my my head never shuts up. So I always got something to write about or talk about. And I mean, these are storylines, y'all, that like, this is stuff regular people are going through. Tattoo My Name is a is a movie somewhere. Someone needs to make that a movie. I'm not sure what, what it's going to take to get to be a movie. But that right there was such a, oh my goodness. I love, love, love that book. Yeah, I'm so happy. Like that was one of my favorites. Like when I wrote that, uh-huh. um, I wanted to kind of step out my comfort zone and write something that was kind of like different for me. 
And then I want to write about like characters, like a guy going through some stuff. Cause I feel like we always write about the females. Yes. I wanted like a guy going through stuff too. And it took me a little bit to actually get the story to, you know, flow for me and everything. I picked it up and put it down a couple of times. But once I actually got it to flow, it flowed really good. So I was happy. It, and what, oh my goodness, the and drunken love, like, how does that even <laughs> go out and party and come back? Like, it just, that was a fun, oh my goodness. I think I did that in like a day and a half. I, I had to stop. Like, I was like, okay, as you're never going to get to other authors if you think you're about to do all of her, because that's where, that's where it's been for me. So I was like, okay, okay, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. <laughs> It is, oh my, it's insane. So what gives you the inspiration? Where'd you get your inspiration for writing from? Um, I don't know, honestly. I honestly just always have written, um, like in school and stuff. Like I've always just been a good writer. Uh, and like my teachers used to mention it or whatever. But like, I never really took it serious. It's just kind of something like I had to do it for school. So I made it happen. I didn't actually start taking it more serious. And um, until I was in like ninth grade, and that's when I actually wrote like my actual first novel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not out or anything, but it's like a young adult novel. And still, I kind of really wasn't taking the series. It was just like whatever, just something I just did, you know, just to relieve stress, whatever. High school, you know. And um, years went by, and um, they used to do something called short story Sundays. Uh-huh. on like in Facebook groups and I would like participate and just write like little stuff and people would, like start taking it taking to it and like was like really really like intrigued with what I was writing or what I had to say and it kind of just like took off from there <laughs> now who are some of your favorite authors um I always wonder like do authors because some authors read and then some are like I really don't have time to read but then I always like to know like who are you all reading or listening to if you're doing Audible? Um, I'm not really an Audible person, but reading-wise, like, I feel like my preference changes a lot now that I write. Um, But, like, my go-tos, like, I love Monica Walters. I love Kimberly Brown. Um, I love Dominique Thomas, Sheree Lewis. Um, Like, old-time authors, of course, like Wahida. Okay. Ashley Antoinette. Um, what was her name? Treasure Blue, I believe her name was. Okay. Nikki Sims. Um, and then I'm also really big on like mystery novels too. Like I love like mystery novels. So okay. I kind of have like I don't know. I'm I'm like more of a mood reader now. So like the ones I named, um, especially like the newer ones, are more of like my one clicks. But honestly, I feel like my favorites change per se because I'm more of a mood reader now it kind of just depends what I'm writing and I kind of like base what I'm going to read based off like what I'm writing like I would want something more drama filled if I'm reading if I'm writing more like romance I would want something more chilled if I'm writing something more drama filled so I don't know it kind of like fluctuates but those are some of my like one clicks now would you go into a different genre of books because right now I mean you you really touch on um love romance there's some a little bit of mystery depending on the scenario so right. is there a different genre that you've been interested in writing about um yeah so this year I hope 
to um, dabble in mysteries. I do want to try like a cozy mystery at least. Um, Yeah, I just have to. It's so many elements that go into it to make everything make sense. Okay. So I want to dabble into that. I also want to dabble into the young adult genre and the like new age genre more. So like, you know, um, like high school, like maybe like singers and then like early college type. Um, So those are the two I really want to like, you know, dabble into this year. Now, is this your only, do you have a, a regular job? No, only right. Only right. And so um, now are you self-published or do you have a publisher? Self-published. All your books are self-published. Yep. I started off with a publisher and then I went independent three years ago. So I've been independent for three years now. Oh my God. And so it was, that's really, cause I have another author I spoke to and she, she started off um, literally right out the gate with a publisher. And so those are questions I always wonder, like, and then a lot of authors that I'm speaking to nowadays, they are going to the self-published side. And so what do you prefer? Because I know there's a cushion when you get with having a publisher, but then you're on their timeline versus being on your own. You kind of got to do a little bit of the more, a little bit more work, but then you kind of call your own shots. Right. Um, the only thing I can honestly say I miss with a publisher is not dishing out the money for everything. <laughs> okay. Um, but besides that, honestly, I love being independent. Like, like you said, I have the creative freedom to write what I want, release it when I want. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to my covers, storylines, all that, it's all up to me. Um, so I love being independent. I would the cost, you know, be like, oof, at that moment. But besides that, like, yeah, I honestly feel like going indie um was like the best thing for me. Um, I gained a good audience under my publisher. Okay. Which I, you know, I always be thankful for, but I feel like I've grown so much since I've been independent. Um, compared, you know, it kind of like doubled to where I was, where my publisher was. So I feel like that was a good like starting point for me. But I feel like as an author and even with my readers, I've grown so much since going independent. Now, because you have obviously a huge fan base, 74, you said 74 books. So your fans are, I get, it looks like they're consistently like, what's up, what's up? So how do you get out? Do you do book signings? Like what did, how do we reach you outside of the social media? Um, yeah. So I re- actually recently just started doing book signings. Like this year I'll be in Detroit, June 10th. I will be in Chicago, August, 20th I believe and then I'll be in Columbus October I have to check the exact date so I'm getting more into doing book events um because I wanted to find a better way to correct correct connect with my readers and um I want to really start pushing my paperbacks more so that's one way definitely book events but um I'm always on social media so that's definitely a way as well my email Okay. Um, I'm very like I feel like I'm very uh approachable too. So like honestly, I'm however you you know, I'm not really shy about it. So if you uh-huh. you know reach out to me, social media, email, um, book event, hey, if we're even around each other and you'd be like, Oh my gosh, like I think I read your books, like you should come up to me <laughs> and you know, I'm not that like 
it like don't talk to me type person like I feel like I'm very approachable so now, how often, so how long does it take you um because well how long does it take you to get a book done is it like the ideas are just flowing and flowing and flowing because I'm, I'm I'm still stuck on the 74 so I'm like she has no writer's block <laughs> or I'm wondering do you um, it's like this seems for you like the ideas are just flowing and you are releasing and these are some beautiful and there's some great books and it's not like all of them sound like it's it they're all you know how some books you know kind of read the same if the author depending on yeah. the book but these are all just like different storylines and so you're never bored reading your books yeah. and i read the synopsis of like 30 of them alone and i'm like <laughs> okay i'm so backed up by now but like my and when i say my audible all of them I've already purchased. I'm like, okay, as it's time, it's time. I'm going to Savannah tomorrow and I'm listening to a table now. I haven't figured out which one, but I got like five already to go. So where are the ideas and how does, long does it take you to put it all together and get it out? Um, My ideas come from anything. Like I could be watching a show and be like, oh, that'd be something fun to write about. I could be watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be listening to music. I could be talking to somebody and they telling me something. I just be like, I'm about to put this in a book because this is, <laughs> this is wild. Um, sometimes, honestly, it just comes randomly to me. Like, um, I feel like I get a lot of ideas in the shower. Like, I feel like the shower uh-huh. is like my like, I don't know, my like safe haven. I get so many different thoughts. Like, my thoughts just flow when I'm in the shower. Um, and I mean, I don't necessarily get writer's block. I don't feel. Um, because I feel like when I have the urge to write a story, it kind of pretty much sticks with me. Like I'm kind of like locked and loaded on it. Okay. Um, I'm more so have to stay disciplined. That's like my biggest thing with writing. It's not more so getting writer's block. It's more so staying disciplined to sit down and actually write depending on how the story is flowing for me or whatever. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I just, I try to set a deadline and um, try to stick with it every time. Like, I'm kind of like, okay, I know I want to release this in this month. I got to have this done by then. Okay. Talk with my editor, you know. So I'm very, like, I work really good under pressure, too. So giving myself, like, a deadline and kind of trying to make myself stay with that kind of helps me a lot. And I and I outline. So um, I, like, loosely, like, outline my stories, too. So it's not like they're all, like, freehanded, like, I do a mini outline and kind of write from that. So it helps me know the direction of my story and how everything needs to play out for the most part as well. Mm. Now, because so, and this is interesting. So if you could have one of your books made into a movie, which one would it be? Hmm. Um. I feel like I feel like my latest one fell for the wrong one would be a good one. Okay. I feel like I could see it being on like Lifetime. Okay. Um, I could definitely see Drunken Love being being a movie, um, on like HBO Max or like hell even like BT. Uh huh. Um, I could definitely see like Tattoo Your Name being like on Lifetime or something. Oh yes, Michael B. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I need to. I would ask then. <laughs> I play the roles. That's. What... Oh, I, I, I that I wouldn't even know. That I would be like trial and error. Okay. Um, I can even see like some of them being like Netflix originals, like 
Um, I remember the time. I could see that being like a Netflix original. It's more so of like a, you know, a softer romance. Mm-hmm. Um, like the ones they typically do. Okay. So um, I could see actually a, a, like a lot of them. Like when I say I really create like the stories that I have, like make like one, I always want them to be different. Like that's uh-huh. always my main goal when I write. Like I never want one of my stories to sound like something I've written before. Okay. Um, yes. And then for two, I feel like I always want them to be something that you can visualize and actually feel as if you're in the story. So honestly, I feel like damn near all my books could be some type of movie or short film or, you know, series, whatever, web series, whatever, honestly. Okay. Now, do you have like that special routine or, um, anything special like around your writing or special places you go. Um, like I want one of my favorite authors. She's like, you know, I have to go sit at Starbucks. I go to Starbucks and that's where I pen almost all my novels. Like, do you have anything special that you do or it's like, no, nah, I just sit at home or. Um, sometimes I, you know, I write at home. I light my candle, get my coffee, lock myself in my office, put on like an anime or something, some show to binge watch. And I work for a couple of hours. But uh-huh. I do love going to coffee shops too, like Starbucks. We have this one where I live called Big's Bees. Okay. Um, I really prefer like more small house, like intimate, intimate coffee shops, but we don't really have that around me. So I go to like the bigger franchises. But yeah, okay. I love working at coffee shops too. Like I feel like when I leave my house, I get a better flow because I'm like not in such a comfort zone, you know? And I, yeah, and I, it's so funny you said that when you said, you know, just turn on the TV and have something. So are you one of them that has to have something like in the background too? <laughs> um, It depends. Like sometimes when I'm writing certain scenes, like I have to like, I turn off everything. Like if I'm listening to music or like even if I'm watching TV, I like shut it off and I have to focus on that scene. Like depending on like if it's something like real dramatic, emotional, whatever, so I can get it how I am picturing it. But most of the time, yeah, I always have, like, music playing or I have um, the TV playing most of the time. And half the time, it's not – it's – honestly, I probably drown, drown it out. It's probably more of a comfort thing, honestly. Um, but it is something that I have frequently, yeah, some, like some type of noise in the background. Now, do you do a lot of research when it comes – because with some of the topics you have, it would seem as either either you've – known someone that this is going on, like you, you really touch on certain topics. And so do you do a lot of research or it just depends on that particular book? Oh yeah, no. I you should my Google history probably thinks I've been pregnant like a million times. <laughs> it probably thinks that I've dealt with like I don't even know, like freaking they probably think I'm about to open like a club and uh-huh. uh, freaking who knows. Like, yes, I Google everything. Like, uh-huh. I literally, so I like a lot of the times I'll have my iPad or my MacBook open, and then like if I'm in my office on my like main computer, I'll have that next to me. So when uh-huh. I'm typing, I literally will move over, type in like how many how many weeks is thirteen how many months pregnant is 13 or uh-huh. if this person's doing this how like if this person got a broken jaw how you know stuff like that so yeah uh-huh. I research everything like my google history is in shambles <laughs> literally <laughs> if I if I've never experienced it or if I don't know anybody 
that has or whatever I'm googling it for sure because I never want to like talk about something and not have no type of intellect on it oh my goodness because yeah that when I say drunken love um and really like and then there was you like that one um and I don't want to be giving out all her stuff by her you know I want to take books um but that particular one just they're the type of relationship they had um just the openness of you know we we're I'm fine if we're bringing people in the bedroom and I, I give that little brief you know and I'm not gonna talk right. about book. but it just was very open that that couple just was fine with that and I and I like that you touched on that because not too many I've read some books but not a lot of authors would go that that deep to have a couple that are like, no, I'm fine with it. They come in, but we know what's up. So what brought, what brought that on? What made you go there? Cause that was kind of, I've ne- I've only read like maybe one or two books that touched on it. And it was really like, okay, this was fine. Um, so, yeah, honestly, I don't remember what actually, what I was doing at the time, but so the funny thing about, and then there was you, I literally came up with that storyline within 24 hours and had the whole thing plotted out. I was on the phone with two different author friends talking about helping like to, um, you know, get the nitpick details or whatever. But that storyline, I think I, I might have honestly been watching like Lifetime or something. Okay. But literally that storyline came to me out of nowhere. I mapped it out within 24 hours. I was in the process of finishing Remember the Time. As soon as uh-huh. I finished Remember the Time, I jumped in that book and I literally had it finished less than I want to say 30 days like the first part one and I had half a part two done by the time part one came out like that's how involved that storyline had me like it was just fun to write like (laughs) I always say it's like a threesome gone wrong and it was just so fun to write like the characters all had stuff going on there was never like a dull moment of like downtime it was just always something to write about so I definitely enjoyed that storyline and was like happy to write it now, is there going to be a part two of Tattoo? I just feel, <laughs> I just feel like we need to dive more. Look at me, we. We the, we need to dive more into his relationship with his dad. Like, I just think that there's more there. <laughs> I just oh. I love that book. When I say that Thank book you. was, or at least her relationship with her mom, I don't know. I just, I love, and I, oh, I'm, I'm, when I say I love that book, I've been so anticipating talking to you about the book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, that's definitely one of my um, favorite ones. Um, that definitely, like I said, that was some a book I challenged myself to write something different and be different with. Uh-huh. So I'm glad it took how it did. But um, I don't know. I may do like an update book with them um, okay. just to kind of show them adjusting to being a family. And, you know, he had so many issues with yeah, like relationships yeah. and stuff so I may um and I could have honestly made that book go go a little longer but it was already like so long and I was like I, I don't want to feel like I'm dragging it so I ended it but I have had people like ask me like you know are we going to be able to see him in like the family role and see her coming uh-huh. into really being a mom and things like that so it's a possibility that they could because you know I have my own little town or whatever that I made up so it's always a possibility I can go back and revisit couples and, you know, show them more or show them more in like a different book so you can kind of see what's going on. So it's always a possibility that they can get an update later on. Okay. We just, we just were rooting. We're rooting for them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love that book. Okay, and you said so you have your own little town. What do you you mean like that you've created? Yes. Oh, go into them. So um most of my most of my books um take place in it's called Butter Ridge Falls. So you will see a lot of my main stories take place there, like Tattoo My um Your Name on My Heart takes Tattoo My Name like I've been messing up titles. A text of your name on my heart takes place there. Um, chocolate kisses, remember the time, things okay. like that. Like they take places there. And um basically it's just like my own little I call it a tabers. And okay. um that's where you'll see a lot of my my stories connect. So you'll see like different characters from other books, cameo, and um, you know, different shops and businesses and stuff that I talked about previously show up um I just recently introduced New Haven which is kind of like I like to think of it as like an Atlanta type story um I mean not story like city so it's more of like a more prestigious kind of um for like the richer crowd I guess like a Buckhead Atlanta type you know um and I just introduced that in Drunken Love. Um, I have a couple of stories actually planned out that'll take place there. Um, but yeah, it's more of like the, I guess the, the rich, the rich, you know, city. Uh-huh. So um, I have Linwood, which is it's kind of more of like where the stories take place that don't connect. Um, so and it's more of like my urban, more urban type books would take place there. Um, who don't connect to really anything. Um, I have Maple Hills, which is more of a small town. And I've done three books there. Um, I want to do at least two there this year. But it's just more of like for small, cozy type romances that don't really have too much going on that connect all together. And then um, there's Pikemore Falls which is um, another urban. So when I kind of dabble more so on the urban side with books that connect, they'll go to Pikemore Falls. And then the last one I'll introduce this year is called uh, West Pier, which is a coastal town that'd be located on the West Coast. Um, and that has to do with more of a like family-based ran town that I plan on introducing. So I just like the creative freedom of being able to. I was going to ask, like, what kicked that off to have the little town? That is so cute. Yeah, like, I've read, like, other authors. Um, It's more authors are doing it now. But, like, at the time that I, you know, started it, um, only, like, a couple were doing it. And I like that they had the freedom to kind of um, do what they want, you know? Because a lot of people, when you write, like, I'm from Ohio, like, Cleveland area. So there's not too much going on here, honestly. Like, we're not, like, the larger cities, like, L.A., uh, you know, New York, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I never, like, I used to write about other cities, but I didn't really know too much about it. Like, there's slang and different places. Like, I can always research it, but it just, I just knew it wasn't authentic. So, okay. I wanted to write about something where I had, like, control over everything. So, that's why I created, like, my own, like, tabers, because I'm, like... I want to be able to create the shops and how people talk and what people do. And, you know, I don't want to get a review like I'm from such and such and we don't do that or they don't do that or, you know, whatever, whatever. So it just made it easier to give me like the creative freedom to write how I want without having to worry about describing something wrong or saying something wrong or doing something wrong. You know, that's not to that to that, like, you know, demographic or whatever. Wow. And, you know, and I, I talk about 
reviews all the time with authors. And so like, do what do you do with the reviews? Um, is it to the point where, okay, if it, if it just doesn't fit you, then that's just not, I'm just not your cup of tea or how do you feel about the reviews that you get, whether they're good or bad? Um, no, so I'm always, I'm one of the authors who, um, actually listen to my reviews, like depending on what it is, like I, of course, pick out the ones that's kind of just like nitpicking. That's just like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, some will be like, this wasn't my, like, I've read all her books. This one wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't like whatever, whatever. It was slow, whatever, whatever. So I just like, okay, whatever. But like, if I'm, so say I have a book and like, I don't know, for example, randomly say like a lot of reviews talk about how they feel like, I don't know, like the male character and the female character, like the female character wasn't wasn't strong enough or they feel like she didn't like she didn't the the romance between them wasn't shared enough or like they they there's a specific thing about the book that multiple reviews say I'll take that into account for my next book so I can touch on that you know or they'd be like I feel like um the storyline was kind of all over the place it didn't really make sense because xyz happened and then suddenly whatever whatever or you know, this wasn't resolved, whatever, you know, so stuff like that, I do take into consideration if it's multiple reviews. Okay. Um, And I've kind of learned how to like, knit, like, distance the ones that's kind of like, just complaining compared to ones that is genuine criticism. Okay. Um, So yes, yeah, so I do take my reviews into consideration. And, like, usually when I release a book, like, the first at least two weeks for sure, I'll go and I'll read my reviews. And then after that, I'll periodically come and kind of see, you know, what people are saying or whatever. Like I said, if I see, like, a lot of, like, um, of the same things going forward, it's something that I'll, like, be conscious of to make sure, like, I work on it or, you know, whatever, whatever. So I do take them into consideration. And I think that's something that I know I don't do well at is doing the reviews and I'm I'm I'll sing praises all day long and I'll just be like did you do review? like oh dang like I know and that's something I know as fans we have to really really so I'm speaking to myself y'all not just you know I'm speaking to myself like to make sure we give the author the review um especially when they they they're just on their grind the way you're grinding is there a certain goal that you're trying to get to like you know what I'm going to keep writing till I get to this or it's just what is what are you wanting the outcome to be? Um, I'm hoping. So I'm 28 now. I'm hoping by. My goal was originally 30, but no, by 35 I will be a New York bestseller. Okay. Okay. So that is like my long term goal. Um, short term goal is to be able to still, um, release books more so uh privately I guess so like not so much like KU and stuff and still have the audience support if like I want to release on my website or you know just on different like Barnes and Noble and stuff like that and still have that same support um that's kind of like my goal by 30 is just to build a more like a solid fan base where I don't have to rely on Kindle Unlimited as much and I can like do stuff kind of like independently on my own platform um, here and there and still get the same type of, you know, support. 
Um, but my long-term goal, as I said, is like to make it like an Essence bestseller or, you know, New York bestseller for sure. That's like my long-term. And then eventually, um, I know a lot of authors say like film and stuff is like their angle. And I don't know if I want to take it that route. I mean, if it's presented to me, I'm not going to turn it down. But I feel like a lot of books that turn into films, um, especially if you don't have the financial like security to be a part, like, creative control of it all a lot of it's lost within the production you know and I don't want ever want one of my books to be watered down by a film that I didn't have all creative control over or you know so if I were to go like film route right film route I wouldn't do something like completely fresh and different unless I had the financial stability to do it all myself you know because you could be a very oh my goodness like when it comes to this screenwriting and, you know, I, a lot of these books, you, I just see, so I'm like one of those, I love like Harlem and um, I'm not sure if you've watched those shows on TV, like your Harlem, just the, the girl, you know, the four or five girlfriends or right. and stuff like that. Like your storylines fit that mode or not, you know, our sisters, even if you went to the BET route and went with just, you just right. that in your books I, I just see that so um it is I get excited honey I'm just like oh yes because we're in Atlanta so when would you be coming to Atlanta <laughs> um honestly I don't know it would just depend on I know they do like the yearly kickback in Atlanta um that's probably not something I would ever sign up for personally okay but if there was like more of like a smaller type event going on or you know, if, um, like, an author, because, you know, like, the one I'm going to in, like, Chicago and stuff is, like, an author-based one, okay. and it's only, it's not as many authors as it is at the kickback, okay. so if it's, like, something more like that, and there was a sign-up, I wouldn't mind coming, um, so like it would just kind of depend, huh? So you like the, like, smaller events, nothing like, yeah, because okay. I feel like some of the bigger ones, like, the readers kind of, or the authors overshadow the readers, Okay. Well, not always, you know, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, sometimes that happens, but I would want something that's more sizable instead of like large on a larger scale. Okay. Okay. I just, I'm just trying to make sure Atlanta, I'm just waiting to see when she's coming. That's all. We just, oh, yeah. No, I would definitely come though. Like, like I said, if it's something that like an author put together or, you know, a book club put together, like I know, like Sister Girls and, um, Beyond, what is it, Beyond the Pen or whatever, whatever it's, uh, I can't believe oh, yeah. it. I, it I know, yeah, Beyond the Ink, yeah. I know they do, like, privately book things. I know, like, Girl, Have You Read, they've done, like, book events, but COVID, like, messed up a lot of stuff. So, like, even if they were to do something there and, like, they would invite me, like, I wouldn't mind coming out to Atlanta, like, something like that, you know, where I know my general audience is going to be the target, you know, it's not something yes. so broad, you know, so I would definitely do something like that. Yes, because I think Beyond the Ink has something going on in April, so I know I'll be there. I've seen that pop up um, at a book event in um, in Birmingham. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to try to get out there because I want to get out and do more travel, but just still try to speak to more authors because I just, I love meeting authors and then just with the books, oh my goodness. And what I love though is that you're on Audible. That is like, even though I try to match, match, I will read 
when I can and or I read on the Kindle or I'll go just purchase books. But a lot of times right now, it's just so much easier. Like I said, I'm going to Savannah, I'm, I have the Audible going and I'm able right. to listen to the book on the, in, and I do a lot of commuting with and driving around Atlanta now. So I just, I have a book on all the time. My daughter's always like, oh, I'm about to put my AirPods in because I don't want to see your books. So <laughs> I'm just like, okay, depending on the, the content, I just be like, okay, well, yeah, go ahead and put your AirPods in. So yeah, it just is a lot easier. So I'm really glad that you have a lot of your books on, um, on that platform. Yeah, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not an Audible person myself. Like, I don't really care for it. I'd rather have it on my Kindle. Okay. But I know Audible is a is a growing market, and a lot of readers are adapting to it and wanting it. So I'm definitely trying to get more of my catalog on it, because I know a lot of readers are taking that route um, when it comes to reading. You're, you have great narrators, too, and that makes a, a Audible as well. The narration is so important, and so... Your narrators do a um a good job. I've Thank been- you. That's the part I always struggle with because, like I said, I don't listen, so I don't be knowing who be like. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like okay, they sound fine to me. Hopefully, everybody else likes them too. Yeah, that that's a, and it will the narration. I have you like, and it doesn't narration doesn't turn me off from a book. Um, to where I'll say, oh, I don't want to list. I don't want to. I'll just make that decision. If the reviews say, hey, the narration is bad, just depending. And I do so much audible, I kind of can see from the, who the narrators are. But you know, I don't right. always follow that either. Sometimes, you know, it just might be they may not be your cup of tea, but they still bring the story alive. So it just depends for me. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, you know what? It's it's just about ten people saying the same thing. I'll just go ahead and purchase this book and just read it that way. Right. <laughs> I just do it that. But yeah, your um your narrators have been uh phenomenal. So what do you feel like is the most challenging part of writing your books? Mm, probably the um I think just the thought of overthinking I'm I overthink really really bad um so I think just kind of like the self-doubt like I know I've talked myself out of a lot of storylines because I'm like oh I don't know you know or even when I'm writing I'm like "Uh, is this exciting enough um you know so I think it's just more the self-doubt or like the overthinking is probably the hardest part of everything okay okay I'm always I'm always curious about that all righty. So before we get out of here, please tell everyone, I'm so happy you blessed me with this interview. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I always love talking about my work with readers. It's always fun. So please tell the public like how they can find you. Where can they get your books? Um, So my all my books are on Amazon, um, Tay Monet. And then right now I'm in the process of uh, fixing up my web or redoing my website, but Tay Monet writes dot com you can always find all my work or if you text um author tay to 33777 you'll be signed up to my mailing list and text list so you'll get like all my releases firsthand um i'm on twitter um author tay monet i'm on instagram underscore author tay monet and then i'm on facebook um my facebook group is tay's book base so yeah you can find me on any of them. Um, message me, and I write back. Just, just please don't message me like after like ten, but <laughs> you know, and not before like nine. But I will write back once I get up and everything. But yeah, 
So that's where you can find me. Like I said, all my work is on Amazon. And um, my latest book just came out, Fell for the Wrong One. So, yeah. Uh, I'll be an audible too soon also. I'm in the works of, you know, so. Alrighty. And before we get out of here, um, I always like to let, you know, you all know what I've been reading or listen to. And so I actually listened to this book. I think she has like six parts to this. It's Untamed, her book series, Game Over. If you all want something that's just real juicy, y'all, y'all pick her up now. Pick her up. She, um, but I do. I think it's like a six-part series, but it's untamed. So that's what I've been, I've been listening to over the last week or two. So, all righty. So I am gonna. We are gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go rest before I make this drive to Savannah. Um, yes, safe travels. Yes, yes, and thank you so so much, Tay. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you for having me. Like I said, I love doing like interviews and stuff and connecting with readers. I'm pretty much pretty much open. So, any you know, I'm always down to talk about my work and what's going on and all that. So. Thank oh, and one question me. I forgot. So I always like to ask authors, what would be your avatar if you had to have an avatar? I forgot to completely ask that. And I looked at my notes. What do you mean? So anything that you feel describes you. Like I have one author that she, what describes her is a peacock. And then I had another author, what describes her and her personality is Wednesday Adams. So what is Tay Monet's avatar if you had to have one? Um, honestly, I don't even know. I've never been asked that, and I've never <laughs> really thought about it. Um, I don't know. That's honestly a good question. Okay, okay. It's um, something I don't know. Yes. I, feel like, I feel like you have to ask. It depends on my mood. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. This is actually an interesting question. Yes, I had it. It really done. One of my friends, she's the author, and hers was a peacock. And she said, you know, when you think about it, the peacock is even though it's a male, it comes out real flashy, real, and they strut. They just that's what they do, and it just really. And then my other one, that the Wednesday Adams one, it always cracks me up with her because she's like, as even and she's penned a lot of novels, but she's like, you know, I like to stay to myself. I just want to write. I'm not with all the the being out and about. And she's like, I really feel like I'm Wednesday Adams, and it is just so cute. So I could probably connect to that. Honestly, I could probably connect to Wednesday too. That's the whole time I was watching her show, I was like, that's me. That's me. I ain't mad at you. So I could definitely see myself being Wednesday because I just want to be in my own little bubble writing. <laughs> I got to leave me alone. I'm not bothering nobody. Don't bother me. Like, So you watched no, the I, already? Huh? You watched the new one? My little one hooked me on the, the new oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for season two. It was really good. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to watch. Okay, let me I'll say So after the first episode, I was like, Okay, let's watch another one. Okay. And after that, I was like, well, golly, just leave it on a leg. Let's go ahead. So we just went ahead and binge watched. It was great. I loved it. So, yes. All righty. Well, you have a very, very good evening. And I appreciate you so much. And you all can find this interview as well as all the other ones on your Google, Apple, Stitcher, as well as Anchor. So um, thank you so much for blessing me with this interview. No, thank you again for having me. You have safe travels and a good night. All right. You too, sweetie. All right. Bye.